0: Welcome to the Insider Safe Place for Men podcast show. Because every male survivor deserves hope, healing, support, and a BMW. And here's your male survivor, leadership coach, and hypnotherapist. edward hey what's up what's up everybody hey welcome once again to the safe place for men all right and this is the insiders podcast all right crew it has been a while um since i've kind of you know checked in with you guys and uh as some of you guys know that um pretty much i went i had to go back home right and you guys know the whole story you know with my mom and you know in her 90s and then you know over a year ago yeah yeah, it's been over a year ago she had the uh you know the brain surgery because she had a tumor whatever on on her brain and you know she's a man, she's a tough lady you know and she survived that and they put the you know the titanium mesh whatever you know um to to, to cover that spot of the skull that had worn away from a injury accident she had like 20 something years ago and then they took out the tumor and all those different type of things. But, you know, as she is up in, in health is like, as she gets older, I mean, when you're 90, she's still going, but when you catch the simple stuff like pneumonia, you know, that's, that can be hard, you know, um, on you um, when you're at that age, your immune system. So it takes a while to recover. So, um, you know, so that bout that she had with the pneumonia, Unfortunately, she was like in the, you know, the, the hospital. This was when she was over in Maryland for like a, a over like five or six weeks. Right. And because they didn't do anything, you know, with her. Um, in other words, they weren't keeping up on the therapy and stuff. Her muscles and stuff atrophied. Right. And so, you know, when my brother brought her home, she couldn't walk. And we're like, oh, my God, what what were those people doing? Right. And it's like, ah, you know, elder care is always an issue, right? And so I applaud those uh, individuals, those nurses and those things that really do a good job and do care um, about the elderly and taking care of them. But you know, this group, yeah, they were horrible. They were horrible. So then when, we, uh, when he brought her back home, she wasn't able to walk. So, you know, we had to put her in another um, rehab place and, you know, she's having an even harder time now you know, cause now she can't walk. And so trying to, and doing the physical therapy, but anyway, so I had to, to go back home and you guys know how that is, uh, for me. And so, um, while I was there, I kind of did some re- recordings <laughs> while I was there, whatever on my phone is you know, I'm driving in and having to walk around the place, you know, once again, of course, where the abuse, and then meeting some of my perpetrators, you know, who had kind of denied um, kind of they did deny that they actually were part of the sexual abuse. I call it ring uh, that that took place uh, when i was when I was younger. So what I'm doing is I'm just sharing with you uh, because while I was doing this, I recorded, you know, just some of these these things, my thought process, what was going on. So, and I'm going to share them with you. I'm just going to be vulnerable. And the one of the reasons I'm sharing them with you, and I think I haven't said this as I was recording it. You know, I often get asked the question, like, when will this ever end? Well, and I tell people, well, <laughs> when you're no longer here, or, or unless, like me, you know, you get hit by a car and you have some type of traumatic brain injury and it's not there anymore, but it's still there. It's it, it's in your body, the way that, you know, we respond. And so um, I want to share this because I, even though, you know, I've been coaching, you know, survivors for over 20-something years, but I just want to let you know out there um, that sometimes just pieces of it, you know, uh, stay with us. And we're continually processing and working through these things. And, you know, as I was going through this, um, I mean, hindsight now I'm thinking about this. I'm so glad that I did the work, right, the, the, the hypnotherapy, the different stuff, because when I got to some of those places, I was able to handle it so much better and respond in a way I'm going to say that was more productive, you know, for me, um, so that's why I kind of want to share this with you. But hey, I am now back in California after uh, two days of, man, just horrific traveling. <laughs> you know, it was one of those times where you get to the airport, you're sitting there, the plane has been delayed for two and a half hours. You and they say, okay, we're ready to go. You get up and stand alight, and then they say, the flight has been canceled. Oh, my God. You know, and it's, it's because the pilots, whatever, had timed out whatever. So they're not allowed to fly. So, you're just like stuck there like nine o'clock in the evening when they say the flight has been canceled and like this is the time i'm like thank god for apps right so you pull out the apps and you hit whatever motel six or whatever and you do your reservations right there after they tell you that's been canceled because you're gonna have to stay somewhere and it's like i am not sleeping on this airport floor again so um yeah at least i was able to to do that and it was interesting right because I had the app on my phone, and then it's like, you can see the prices actually tick up, right, because after I did mine, as soon as they said that, I checked in just like 10 minutes later just to see, and the prices had like, gone up like, you know, 50%, it's like, wait a minute, this this room was just 100 and something, now it's $256, because everyone's trying to get a room, right, so I said, thank God that I had the apps and things on my phone, that, and Uber, and and all the different type of things, so be prepared when you travel right so um, if those things happen and this happens like twice on this one for me so you know when those things happen it's, it's great to have those apps on your phone so i'm just going to share some of this with you uh guys make sure you go up to the website um as you notice i got more stuff up there and for those of you that are interested Hey, the digital magazine, the Safe Place for Men digital magazine hits, I'm going to say, the inbox on September. When was my birthday? Uh, September 2nd. Right. So that's my birthday, September 2nd. So that's where we're launching. It's going to be launched there. And so the first one is actually complete. We had some contributors who contributed. We've got, you know, quite a few different um, uh, articles there. We had um, some person. Who contributed? You'll get to meet Josh. He'll tell you a little bit more about his story, and and or you'll hear more about his story and sibling and abuse. We had an opportunity to actually interview Scotty once again, and he shared some things with us uh, <laughs> there, which was great. Everyone loves Scotty, right? And so um, I think he was voted like whatever the number one or whatever interview people. We just he has a great energy to him, right? Um, and it's just fun to be around. So if you guys ever come to some of the workshops and stuff, you might have an opportunity to to meet him. So uh, talked about that, talked a little bit about uh, different therapies. I think MDR um, or EMDR was the one that we discussed in this um, issue of the magazine and just different type of stuff, impact of doing assessments because right, I got do coaching, right, and showing how we use um, assessments actually to help us to measure our growth in whatever issue that we're dealing with. So a lot of things there. So you know, go up to the website if you want to subscribe. Uh, so there's three quarterly issues, so that's three per year. Every four months it come out, it's only $29.95, right? That's a couple of lattes, <laughs> Starbucks lattes right there, and you'll have more and more information there, and, um, and we're also working on doing a retreat. Now, this is what I found out. I found out that there are quite a few of you in Ontario, Canada, that actually listen to this podcast. There's over a hundred of you guys out there in Ontario. And so I want to let you know, I'm working on actually doing a retreat in Canada. It might be somewhere close. Um, I think it's Bowen Island or, or something like, anyway, looking into it. So if you guys up there in Ontario, Canada, Vancouver, whatever, if you want to be a part of this and you're interested in this, I need you to let me know. Right, because I'm not going to go forward right and put the deposit down and stuff like that, unless I know that there's enough guys up there that you want to meet together for our weekend retreat. So please send me information. And even if you're up there, let's just say you're up there by, uh, you know, Washington State where I used used to live, or Oregon, or whatever, California, because it's only a two-hour flight. And you're interested, and you're like, hey, you know what, Coach T, I would come if you did a workshop in Ontario. Um, well, Bowen Island, up in Canada, right? So those in Cal, in Canada and over in the West Coast, if you're interested, and you don't have to be there too, you can be in other places, please let me know and let me know soon, right? Because we're trying to set this up. And I like to do retreats and stuff like when the weather, you know, is kind of okay, so it's not freezing or it's not too too hot. And that's the kind of nice thing about Canada, it doesn't get too hot. Um, but if you're interested, just shoot me some emails. Say, hey, I would be interested whatever I can send you the the information and we can start working on getting that retreat set up. But I gotta have at least 10 guys that are willing to do the retreat. Okay, so with that said, I think I took up enough time there. Um, What I'm gonna do is as much as, now remember this was recorded on my, my cell phone, so I hope the quality of the sound and background noise, I'm gonna try and use my software and pull out as much of the background noise and stuff so you can hear me, uh, what was going on. But like I said, this was um, the process that my mind was going through during this time of um, having to go back home. And um, see, even as I just talk about it now, see, it affects you, right? You know, so I'm starting lowering my voice. And it's, it's like, it's not like my, you know, I'm going to say my bubbly whatever whatever self, but it's like, you know, going back home. And for me, that means something when, when when I say that, you know, because of uh, the sexual abuse and where um, it took place. All right, so here we go, guys. Uh, feel free to to, to listen and, uh, you know, just um, walk around if, if you're podcasting or working out. You just get to hear my thoughts, just being vulnerable here. All right, guys, here we go. Okay, Safe Place family, here we are, so Got off of the um, the airplane here in Chicago, and got my rental car here in the truck. Well, actually, not a truck. I guess it's a car, whatever it is. Actually, it's a Rogue. It's a Nissan Rogue. And I've been driving for a little bit, getting ready to enter. Man, um, this just feels so I say hard, but just just challenging at, at times. The weather's great here. I mean, there's been some rain, everything gets green. So, if I'm driving here on the highway. You can see the the cornfield. So, that's that's great. You can see uh water, right? Compared to California, man, it's nice. Uh it's really um you know, nice from the perspective of it's it's cooler. So, that's great. It's not triple digit here. You know, probably uh 80s and uh so that means in the evening it'll probably be down in you know 60s, uh, which is which is great, which is good. Man, there's just so much going through my mind right now as I'm here driving, and uh, you know I'm sharing this with you guys, and the reason I'm sharing this with you guys is because um, you know even as a coach, coaching male survivors, I just. You know, I want to help you. you know a lot of people say when will this ever be over if you're thinking about you know the aftermath the, the effects whatever of the sexual abuse and and you know but there like we said there are times when there are things that like trigger you and, um, and then this whole this whole trip I mean I'm I'm here I'm here in Illinois Maybe not a, not because I really want to be, but you guys know the situation with my mom and her health. you know, she survived of course, the brain surgery over a year ago, you know, but she's I think ninety, you know, so she's just getting to that point where you know every little thing that you have, pneumonia or whatever, just you know you get a back seat, uh, you know, because of your age and just your immune system and all those different type of things and it's just these ambivalent feelings you know it's like yeah you yeah, yeah. trying not to tear up here um it's like yeah you know you want you want to see your mom you want to be with your mom but you know it's like as i'm as I'm driving here passing some of these places and, and heading 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 into, to town or whatever to see her I just have this... kind of the gloom dark cloud part of over covering you right it's just like you know coming back into the environment coming back into the place where you know the abuse took place and even though you know that was you know um, 40 something whatever years ago it's just like as I'm driving here you know it's like Moving into the cloud, the cloud areas like you got kind of sunshine on the outside, but it's like you see the rain, the thunderstorm clouds as you're coming into the area, and it just it just feels so ominous. Um, you know, every time I have to come back, you know, to this place just to visit family and, and those different type of things, that, you know, I, I feel it for a while, and and I even know for me. You know, even still having worked through, you know, just a lot of the issues, it's like, I just have a certain tolerance level for this place. Like, if I'm here for like more than, you know, four or five days, it just, it just weighs, it weighs my soul down. I just, wow, I just... uh, Yeah. Oh, but, oh, wow, look, look, there's a... I haven't seen that in in quite a while. That little town there. I remember uh, in college, actually, uh, driving through this area all the time. And, um... Yeah. I don't know, I mean, I think part of it also has to do with... You know, this is just one of those small, also towns in America where there's not a lot of a um, lot of stuff going on, let's just say diversity-wise. And, you know, I also remember uh, we're just still here, you know, the racial tension and stuff is here. I'm sure that adds to it also um, when I think about that as a kid and, you know, just having to put up with those things and and knowing that a lot of those attitudes are still here, I'm sure that probably, you know, plays into me also not wanting, you know, to, to be in this area. Or the ambivalence of it's like, yeah, you want to see, you know, some of the relatives and stuff. You want to kick it with them, have a great time, have some conversations. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's so many of us out here that deal with this when we have to go back to the places of where the abuse maybe occurred for us, the the city, the town, and I know it's going to be even harder because, you know, I have to, I have to go back and visit the house, you know, the house where a lot of these, those things uh, happened, and um, I mean, you know, because of the, um, I'm going to say my, my hypnotherapy training And working through some of the issues through that, as I've shared with you guys before, I think it's going to be a little bit easier uh, or way easier um, because of that, having worked through that. So that'll be, you know, kind of great to see, you know, how the hypnotherapy has actually helped me to work through those issues. And it'll be kind of neat because then when I get back actually to the house, that means that, you know, we'll have an opportunity to just kind of verify, you know, if if it's a a good resource therapy, resource at least for me. I know it may not work for everybody, but, you know, for me, for myself, and, and for others, and I know it's it's worked for others, because I've used it in working with, with others. Ah, man, you know, it's just like right now, Um, Josh, you know, it's like right now, I can't believe I'm recording this so that other people actually hear it, but I think it's just part of this process, even in going through this journey. And one, just being vulnerable, you know, even as a coach, and allowing um, just others to experience what you're experiencing, you know, as a coach. And maybe that's, you know, what makes what I do relatable, you know, as I'm working with with other survivors. So you know that there's someone, the one that you're working with has actually experienced these things. And so it's not someone just giving you theory in a book, but it's someone, you know, who's actually lived this. And I think that's part of it. For me, that's important. That's important for me, you know, as a male survivor coach for my clients to realize and and understand this, you know, you know, I might be able to you know, empathize with some of the feelings and things that you are experiencing because, you know, I go through them, continue to go through them. And um, so then that way we all know that we are not alone. (sighs) Okay, guys, well, we'll share more as this trip goes on. I mean, if I use this for the podcast, there'll probably be a lot of this. So, you know, you can just kind of walk around and listen to it because i'm just going to share with you kind of in the moment what's going on for me but that's kind of what's going on for me now as i'm you know getting closer you know to the city uh, i just kind of got this this ominous feeling of you know yeah this was the place where um you know a lot of the abuse you know took place and you know just this heavy feeling and inside of me it's just like god how long do i have to stay here right um you know, if I could, I, you know, if it was possible, I'd just fly my mom to, to where I am and just hey, just just live with me. I mean, I tried that once, but she she wasn't up for that. She wanted to stay um, here. But you guys know also, I've never, I've never shared with my mom um, about the sexual abuse, and I, I've shared with you guys, you know, my 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 reasons for for doing that, and you know. And I share with you how oftentimes, as children, we hold stuff in to protect the adults, right? And I realize, for me, that's just one thing that I've done. Maybe I've chosen um, to do that just because of the circumstances in my, in my situation. Um, but, you know, I can relate. I can relate with those survivors out there also who might be in the same situation where maybe you've shared, you know, if you want to say the, the the secret of the abuse narrative to certain individuals but there's some places you just haven't shared it because of the the ramifications you know that it, that it carries you know if you do and you're you you know like me you're maybe you're protecting a, a loved one or, or someone because inside you just because of the way that you grew up and the stuff you had to dealt with you just felt like wow just to put one more thing on that person's soul it's just it's too much and that's kind of where where I am you know understanding where I come from with childhood and the things that you know we lived through it's just like I've just made the decision at this point with her being ninety it's just something that god it's just something I just I don't want to break her spirit more, her soul more. So it's, it's kind of like, you know, um, and, uh, I remember Dr. Dr. Lysak asked me, he's like, what, what will you do when, when she's gone? And, you know, and it's like, I don't know, you know, I, I don't know. Is that the, at the point where I'll feel so free that I'll just, you know, just let it all out and, you know, take numbers and names and, and whatever. I don't know. But, um that's that's where I'm at guys all right guys so until our uh, I record again that's kind of where I'm at all right guys I'll uh, recording this with you guys here it is day day two or three no I think it's day uh got what four four days here yeah so like um actually day two I guess it is and just kind of tramping around the area here in this little well I guess it's considered it's the second largest uh, city but it's, it's rural actually in this area in, in Illinois so you see a lot of cornfields and stuff and man so I've got this kind of house in front of me guys here this dilapidated you know house that's kind of oh, hey look James there's a, um, a tree the tree is falling down and wow hitting part hitting part of the of the house there, and I think it's been not condemned, but um, my brother locked it up because there had there was black mold and stuff, whatever, um, in there. Um, but man, just walking around, oh wow, just kind of cool to hear all the sounds. Got the birds and whatever chirping around here, crickets and stuff. I, I mean, I can just to remember. You know, man, this place as a child, and, uh, you know, catching lightning bugs, those different type of things, and we live kind of in this forest area, so I mean, man, oh, look at this. Oh, yeah, this trail, I remember this trail. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, this, this, this brings back memories, like this trail here, this was, uh, this is where that neo-Nazi person um, shot me. Right? So he shot me in the lake. He said he was out hunting black people on that one day. Wow. Man, I remember that. That's pretty cool. Oh, man. There it is, that house. The house where a lot of the abuse took place. And, um, you know, I have to say that my reaction to it is a little bit different this time than it was, you know, last time. and. uh, the last time, it was, it was just—I remember even doing this in, in the hypnotherapy, hypnotherapy sessions, actually with my with my teacher, my college pro, professor—and and how this house and what it what it represented for me—and just ambivalent because this is the place, like you know, where um, you know the, the sexual abuse took place for so many years—and kind of looking through the the window here, and it's like. There's those colored walls, man, I remember those colored walls and, you know, I just think about how they affected me for so many years when I would move into to places or rent places that would have that same color wall and they would just be, um, I'd be actually climbing the walls subconsciously not understanding like, why do I hate this place? What's going on? You know, and it's, it's, it's the color, right, of those, those walls um, and what it represented for me. And, but now actually being here i'm going to say and having experienced and gone through the hypnosis the hypnotherapy work it's like i can take this all now and you know and you know and um and like i said the ambivalent feelings like yeah the abuse took place here in this house and this place but then there were also good memories right that that took that took place here that occurred here and so it's not all bad it's like you know, putting it, putting it all together, and you know, realizing that it's, it's a part of me. It's a, it's a part of who I am, and um, yeah, there's good stuff like anybody. There's good stuff and, and, there's bad stuff, and actually being able, you know, I'm gonna say to kind of celebrate it all, in in that way. Man, I just, yeah, man, I'm just thinking to myself now how much work has taken to get, to get to this point where I can, I can be here at this house and, and, um, yeah, uh, I mean, I am, like I said, it's, 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 it's just weird because we're going to have to tear it down. That's, that's the reality. Um, we're going to have to, we're going to have to tear it, tear it down, um, you know, but when it's when it's gone, it's gone. The physical stuff is gone. But like I said, the you know, the memories good and bad are still 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 with me. So um yeah. Hey James, look at that over there. That's that's where the old chicken coop used to used to be. Yeah. Yep, that's where uh wow, this stuff I mean so if for you guys don't know that like when we were growing up we had our own like little you know, farm area, not like a big giant farm, but we, we raised our own food. And so we had, you know, um see, we had chickens, we had turkeys. Um, of course we grew all our stuff. The people next door, I think they had some horses and cows, you know, those different types of areas. So even though we weren't that far out of, from the city area, we're far enough where we could do those, we could do those things. which just made it so much, you know, easier when you Think about, you know, trying to survive to be able to grow and can your food and those different type of things. Um, yeah. So, yeah, there's this this place. It's funny how stuff always seems so much um, smaller, right, when you get bigger, even though I'm walking walking this property and those different type of things. I mean, as a kid, it, it seemed like it was so big, right, and, and now as you're older, it, it seems small. And you know what, I'm gonna gonna say something here, you know, even for myself, and I think as you work through things, well, I know that as you work through things, the issues do become smaller. And I think, like, now as I'm here in front of this this house and just walking the grounds and stuff, like I said, where, you know, I'd say probably 85 percent, whatever, of the sexual abuse, you know, took place for all those years. It's it's smaller now for me because I've I've worked through it and I and and I want to say this from the bottom of my heart for all those guys who've come through the program for all the guys who have um, gone through the workshops wherever we were, wherever we were in new, whether wherever we were whether we we're in new, new Zealand or where we we're in Sacramento whether we we're in Seattle. I just want to thank you guys because you were part of that process for me and working through those issues. And that was one of the reasons I love coaching you and being with you because it's like, like I said, a band of brothers and it's like, we're all doing the work. I'm doing the work there, even though I'm coaching and facilitating, right? And so you guys are, you have helped me and and I'm realizing now as I, as I walk this space, because a lot of, because of so many of you, like I said, we've been doing this for 20 years, but because of so many of you, this now seems smaller to me, right? Because the more that you work on it, the, the smaller that it becomes. And I think about some of us out there that it's it's a big issue for us because we haven't been in places where we could work through it, where we can have support while we work through it. And so for us, there's still gigantic, humongous mountain in our lives where they seem that way. And, and so I just really want to encourage those if, I don't know, if you're listening to this, if this is even making any sense as, um, yeah, come to the workshop, start start the program so that the issues for you can also become smaller and smaller. Okay. All right, guys, that's it for day, day two. We'll check in again. Okay, guys. Oh, man. Now, this has been a rough one. I totally did expect this. So here I am. I'm in Milwaukee and so this one just just kind of hit me I wasn't expecting this at all so okay so when I got here there was a specific person uh, in my life who's actually one of my, my perpetrators and you know I had it's one of those people that like you 've confronted before, but then they deny it, right, and so you know you figure as long as they deny it it's okay i don't really want to have anything to do with you if i don't have to so i haven 't seen this person i don't know for I don't know how many years, maybe maybe thirty years, and here's the thing though I wasn't expecting on seeing this person I hadn't planned on um you know, reaching out or visiting this person. So what happened is me and my, my brother, we we get in the car, we go see one of my cousins. And as soon as we get to my cousin's place, he's like, hey, hey, you guys, I wanna take you over to see um, so-and-so. I was like, okay, that's cool, you know, I haven't seen whatever this part of the family for <laughs> for years, right? So we get there. We get to their place. We get to... I walk through the door. And, you know... Great to see the other people, but then this other person comes. It's like one of those movies where the person comes looming from behind the, the pillar or column, whatever. And there that person is. One of my perpetrators. And I just... Guys, I don't... It's not like I, like I froze, but... You know, it was just in my mind, it's like, what the hell are you doing here? Right. And it it just, it's once again, when you feel like you've, you've lost control, like someone else is controlling. Because, oh, oh, let me make sure I don't get hit here while I'm walking on the street. And I just like, man, you know what? And it was like, as I, as I was looking into this person's eyes, there was this kind of you know, like, I know what you've done. I don't know if you remember, you know, what you've done. Well, I know you did because you denied it. But it's like, uh, what, what are we going to do, right? Uh, I'm not going to create a scene here or whatever. I wasn't even expecting to, to see you. And it's just like, you know, it was interesting because during the time that we, that I was, well, I'm walking on the street right now. I'm going to have to go back. Hopefully it'll be time to go. But, you know, you know, the rest of the family... They were all sitting down and talking <laughs> with each other. But what I noticed was that, like, with he and I, there was not really much conversation going on, right? So everyone else was talking with him, and some were talking with me. But there was hardly any interaction between he and I, right? He and I. And... Um, I don't know, guys. I just. I guess as I start learning more about his life after what he had done to me and kind of looking at where he is now, this is just weird. I actually start feeling sorry for him. It was almost like one of those, you know, one of those situations where you feel that however life worked, It'll never equate what someone has done to you, you know, concerning the sexual abuse. But at the same time, you just look at kind of like the stuff that's happened to them in life and you just feel like there was like a piece of justice or, you know, that they, the things maybe that they experienced in <laughs> in life. Um, that there was some type of, I don't know, recompense. And it was like, as you know, I was just. Listening to some of the other family memories, just members just share with me um, what happened to him and just the stuff it's just I actually just started feeling sorry, sorry for him. it will never equate this I'm gonna say the stuff that I've had to deal with you know mentally, psychologically, um, from the sexual abuse, but it's like man, it's like seeing. You know, I don't know. I just felt it in some way, if you want to call it um, karma or karmic justice, whatever is taking place. And I'm going to tell you guys I don't know. There was a moment in me. Um, there was a, a moment or time here in me that I'm going to say just granted more forgiveness not for him but for myself you know that just kind of said okay yeah I you know here we are you know again and so whether you still deny it or not it's like you know I'm letting another piece of this go um, for me you know um, you know whatever if you like say karma whatever comes up for him but for myself I have not And I just feel a little bit I feel a little bit lighter, I think. Of course you're probably saying, hey, as I'm walking the streets here at nighttime in Milwaukee, it's like, well, how much peace did I have to find? Yeah, I did get another little piece of peace. And it's like uh, you know, what I'm saying is, you know, as we work through these things, you just never know how sometimes those pieces of peace are gonna come. And for me tonight it's been, you know, seeing that person again. Like I said, the whatever, their karmic justice. I've just decided to forgive a little bit more, you know, a little bit more of, of that of that process. Um, you know, after tonight will I see him again. I don't well I'm I know I'm gonna because of my mom's health and stuff, I'll probably be here in another couple of months. You know, like I said, I don't have to make the the, the effort to, you know, to hook up and to, to see this person again. But I have a feeling they will be there in the future. But, you know, this is the moment that I'm at right now. I'm, I'm not going to go. With, I'm going to go with it. Whatever is going on inside of me and processing this, like I said, there's just a little bit more now that is... Is granting a little bit more of that piece of you know forgiveness even though the person hasn't even asked for it but it's part of me letting go of that so I can be even freer so um, so this truly is a, is, a, is a process and uh, yeah I just wanted to share that with you guys um, so I'll you know put this on the podcast if I decide for those that want to hear it like I said, it's probably going to seem like a bunch of ramblings, but I'm just sharing with you guys what's going on inside my mind uh, at this point. All right, guys, there you go. So that's what was going on with me uh, last, last week when I was there. And I hope that, you know, maybe like I said, just sharing pieces of this, you know, with you, the process, what was going on through my mind. Maybe some of you can relate to this. Um, Maybe some can but it's just to show you that as survivors, you know, as we're working through the issues and, you know, you just never know what's going to, to come up because of that. And that's that's why often, you know, we get upset when people like, you know, just get over it. Well, what do you mean just get over it? Right. And so there are just so many facets to this and working through the issues. And that's the thing I want to say that's really important as you work through the issues the reason it's important so that when these times do come, the way that you respond to them hopefully is better than you maybe would have responded to them in the past. Or they don't send you into this downward, you know, spiral, or whatever, of just depression, you know, for, you know, weeks or, or months or whatever is, you know, as a less amount of time is, is spent there because you can actually work through it and you can and you can process it. And I believe that's what that's what this represents for for me. You know, being able to do that, I mean, I think about, you know, years ago before working through the issues and, you know, doing my whatever, you know, psychology degree and hypnotherapy and stuff. I mean, this would just send me off and it would be it could be like a month or so where I was just in this depressed state. Um, But now it's like, you know, as they come up, I can actually deal with them. I can talk with them and process and work through them. And then for those of you that know the ant technique that I use, I was totally using that, you know, as I was working through these different uh, type of things. And uh, a lot of you have said that has been a great technique that you have used that uh, have taken the coaching program. And so, um, yeah, I was using a lot of uh, that during this. All right, so I hope that that helped. I know I went way over 20 minutes, but like I said, that was just the process of what was going on. And uh, I don't know, you know, if it was helpful, you know, send me some email, let me know and um Maybe we'll do a little bit more. I'm trying to do also where we have some, uh, where I've got some live coaching sessions where this is going on. And it's hard because I know people, you know, it's being vulnerable. But then if you know that somebody else is like listening to what you're, what you're saying, that can be difficult too. So there's not many people like, yeah, you know, record me coach T as we go through this. Uh, Some of them, uh, if you guys have heard uh, Mike, uh, he was one of those who allowed us to do one of those. And so those of you on the insiders uh, podcast, Uh, you get access to to some of those, and they are quite enlightening. All right, guys, have a wonderful, hopefully cooler um, (laughs) weekend this weekend. Once again, just thank you guys so much for um, sharing this time with me. Thank you for allowing you to share a piece of my my journey. Um, And like I said, for those of you that are interested in the workshop, I want to put it together. But like I said, because I have to put the deposit and stuff down, I, you know, I need to know it's like, hey, Coach T, we want to do it. Right. So I have to get some um, some commitment there. So if that's you and you want to do some some work there, um, like I said, possibly, like I said, um, up in Canada is the place that we're looking at the retreat or you might even do it in um, the Seattle area. I don't know, but somewhere (laughs) up in there just let me know, right? So we can go ahead and start planning it and putting it on the schedule. All right, guys, until our next time, hey, be safe. Realize there's someone here who cares about you, um, someone here who wants to, to help you. So don't be afraid to reach out. If you've been listening to this podcast and going to the website for I don't know how long, it's like move, start moving, start moving toward healing. It's time to start doing something. Uh, about this and if you feel like coaching might be something that's good for you coaching with the online courses right feel free check on the you know programs coaching programs there just find out what we have to offer some of you have have done the tiers you're on the third tier you're like wow this is (laughs) just for doing the the third tier stuff it's quite a bit it is right in the full coaching program man a lot of people are just blown away they're like ooh, i gotta take a breather but they're just so glad that they did it. So anyway, however it works for you, I hope I get a a chance to at least hear from you and um, possibly to even work with you. All right, guys, until our next time together, hey, make sure to be safe because you're in a safe place for men.